Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Welcome back and thank you very much to Zolega Goddash. And that was, by the way, the final bulletin for today. It's 6 after 11. We'll find more news at 5 tomorrow morning. Good evening and welcome back. You're still listening to The Headspace with me, Nayelu Pondwana. We are together until midnight. Don't forget, we will give you the chance to set your own agenda and tell us what's on your mind at 30 after 11. That's in about 23 minutes time. So, hey, uh, get your fingers ready to type or text or just call in even now the conversation still continues and we now turn our attention to what is happening in Mangaung, the Maludia Pufum municipality in the free state which owes power utility ESCOM 2 billion rand electricity supply debt on Tuesday said it would start penalizing non-paying residents and businesses the municipality said it had discovered that many residents and businesses had tampered with its infrastructure. So the big question is, what is the free state government doing to remedy the current difficult financial situation they find themselves in? Kondile Kedam, spokesperson of the Mangaung Metro, good evening to you and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Mr. Kedam, are you there? Right, we do not have him on the line. We'll take a break and come back. When we come back, hopefully he will be on the line. We're trying to get some understanding as to what exactly is happening there. Remember, these municipalities need to come back at some point and stand on their own two feet and start paying these utilities, these power utilities and all these other state-owned companies in order for us all to be on a good economic footing. We've seen state-owned companies, well, not doing so well. And we've seen many municipalities coming back with qualified audit reports. Now we're seeing what's happening there. Malutia performed municipality in the free state not doing well. What exactly is going on there? Well, we're going to find out what's happening with the Mangaung Metro. If there is anything to go by as far as these stories are concerned we are we do we have him on the line we do have him we are we now do have Gundile Kedama. good evening to you and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us thank you very much sir so tell us uh, first and foremost uh, these reports of your municipality not doing well are they accurate are they true well no, I, I I wouldn't uh, necessarily dispute as to whether they are true or, or false, but safe to say generally, uh, one might have uh, noticed the performance of the municipalities uh, countrywide. Obviously, the economic climate uh, has changed. It has uh, put most municipalities under pressure. And as a result, the performance of most municipalities is, uh, you know, reasonably under, under, under strain. And the data on its own put us in a corner uh, as the metro, like in other municipalities, to really relook at the manner in which we conduct the business. Okay. When you say it has put you under pressure as a municipality, what exactly does that mean? Uh, What it means is that if you look at the general uh, operations of the municipality, you still have the the you know the the, the equitable share that hasn't necessarily improved 
in line with the demands of the day. You also have the situation where the economy is not performing well, and as a result, the revenue collection has uh, gone down. So it uh, really put a strain into the day-to-day running of the municipality. Hence, I'm saying we have to relook at uh, the manner in which we conduct business. So you might have realized that not so long we were also downgraded by the Moody's when in the last two, when in the last three, three to four years we were uh, healthy and we were even ready to go to the bond uh, uh, market. And, uh, but unfortunately, this time around, as a result of the pressure uh, of um, the, the, the finances, we are uh, you know bound to look at the things uh, that we do differently. And obviously, I employ the, the, the different tactic in making sure that all the, 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 the we, we do meet our constitutional mandate of uh, providing uh, basic services to the community that we serve. Let's try and, and grind to some details. First and foremost, it is alleged, and you can confirm or deny this, but it is alleged that you as a municipality are struggling uh, to render basic services like giving your, your, your people uh, electricity and water. Is this true? Are you struggling to give people services? Now, if you can look at our record, for example, of uh, providing uh, uh, electricity, as the uh, in in line with the, the mandate is given to our electricity entity, which is Sendlex, there is no stage really where we have seen ourselves uh, 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 being put under pressure. Uh, if you look at the 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 other areas like your your waste uh, uh, collection, yes, we we, we do uh, have uh, our own. Uh, challenges here and there, but the basic services are being run. Let me make an example now with regard to, uh, to, to, to these items individually. If you are to look at the refuse collection, I know that we suffered the blow uh, last week as a result of uh, the law by our, our employees, but we have started talking to them because we have uh, uh, understood that uh, as soon as we put our, our foot down as management with regard to the heavy uh, 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 overtime that they are demanding, you know, we, we have looked at the the, the the overtime and then we have found that it's one of the serious burdens that, uh, the, 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 that is carried by the municipality. Uh, some would work uh, uh, 150 hours instead of... Uh, uh, 40 hours uh, of overtime uh, uh, as the guideline uh, and our agreement. So those are things that we, we, we are dealing with. And uh, we also want to uh, make them understand that, you know, working for the municipality now is an opportunity because some of the things really of uh, waiting things like 150 hours instead of 40 and maybe reducing that uh, overtime put the strain into 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 the finances or the financial health of the municipality. So we have engaged them. We said, look, let's sit down, look at the, 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 the implications of this over time. Let's see how best we assist each other in making sure that uh, the, 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 the services are being rendered uh, at a cost-effective uh, manner and uh, more so making sure that you take pride into your into your, your, your city because sometimes, you know, putting an and I'm to without really communicating with the employees can provide necessary training. So there is that uh, those engagements that are happening. 
And uh, really, I must say, they've started to understanding that they have a mandate of making sure that the rich payers are being satisfied with the services that are being uh, rendered. Yes, there are pockets of uh, concern that we, we really have to deal with because in the process of those negotiations, uh, you will find that the, the, the community, especially the community that is paying with the taxes, would still expect quality services from the city. Talking about water, I, I hear that the deputy minister that uh, is referring to, to, to one of the stream that has been put to municipalities uh, through the revenue that is not being uh, collected and that other areas that, uh, for example, we have a dispute with uh, our service provider that is providing us with water. Bloom water. We, yeah, the bloom water. We have since, uh, the executive mayor, they have since requested the intervention of... Uh, uh, the ministry uh, uh, of English so to, to to look at how best can be settled this because there is a you know a, a, a misunderstanding between the two institutions who would say that uh, look there there is money that we are being charged that we are not comfortable with they would come with something would uh, go back to the payment plan and uh, there would be few things that we are not uh, agreeing to but what the executive mayor is really concerned about. It is making sure that this dispute is being put to rest so that uh, the community is getting uninterrupted uh, uh, supply of water. And uh, this is uh, what we're looking into. And uh, I know that the meeting of the uh, minister was uh, postponed, but it's something that we're rushing so that ultimately this matter is being laid to rest because we can't afford to be having our own internal things when the community out there is expecting these services. Uh, we, we we last heard of your situation with the bloom water with these high court bids uh, which i must admit that you won but that again uh, bloom water did say that again in september they would go back to throttling water at the very least uh, limiting water how far is that going because we are aware that your situation with bloom water is an ongoing one has that been resolved as Bloomwater then said, they are no longer going to throttle water or limit water because after the high court situation you had in July, uh, they did threaten that in September if there's no payment, uh, they would limit water. Now, it is not the intention of the leadership of the uh, of the city to be running into court. The, 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 the intervention that we made through the high court was just to make sure that there is no interruption of water supply. But we are saying uh, our 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 view is that by the time that the the the, the court would have resolved this matter because we said we're not going to be attending into this matter arrogantly, uh, but equally we also sensitive to the plight of the community because remember the blue motor it is our uh, service provider they are not talking directly to the community. People that are faced with these issues uh, day in and day out are the elected leaders of the city. That is why the the the, the, the mayor issued out a standing warning. He said, uh, "Your as the bureaucrat is making sure that uh, you settle this matter before really we are faced with uh, unnecessary uh, uh, protest by members of the community." So and this is exactly what we are doing, and I'm hopeful that by before you go back to to court. The, both the, 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 the political leadership, which is the, the minister, the executive mayor, and her team would have been able to resolve this matter. 
All right, we're going to take a break and come back. When we come back, I'd like to talk about the issue of power, uh, the service of giving people electricity. Again, another situation that seems to be brewing in much like the same way of owing funds to your service providers. This time around, we're hearing rumors of 2 billion rand owed to ESCOM when we come back. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Welcome back and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. You're still listening to a conversation, by the way, would like you to join in. If you're one of those people who would like to join in, feel free to call us or send a text or a voice note. We are in conversation with Gondele Kedama, uh, the spokesperson of the Mangoing Metro, talking to us about their situation there. And by the way, Mr. Kadama, we're ever so grateful for your candor, honesty, and openness of a rarity in your circles. But um, you're here now. Uh, do tell me, first of all, before we even go on to the power situation, how much are we talking about here? The amount outstanding, the outstanding debt by consumers. Uh, how much are we referring to here? Yeah, my, when it comes to the money that is being owed to the city, we're actually... They've actually gone out on a, on a drive to recoup the money that is owed to us by defaulting uh, uh, consumers. Uh, I can I can tell you with confidence that it's quite uh, a startling amount. If you look at the residential, we are uh, 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 at uh, uh, maybe I must just make a, a, a one uh, amount that uh, it's uh, beyond uh, four billion. Yeah, uh, four point eight billion. Yeah, it was four point two last year. Okay. It has risen to 4.80 this year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the greater part of that amount of money is uh, from a business that is big business that exists within the city and the government itself. Yeah. So, like we, we have started, you know, uh, taking uh, harsh steps, uh, disconnecting, and making sure that we recoup our money so that uh, there is that element of uh, financial prudence in the city so that we discharge our responsibility yeah yes unfortunately there's got to be a step that is uh, being taken in making sure because if the municipality is not being given what it's uh, owed to it and uh, ultimately you get a protest tonight you 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 would realize that there is an element of unfairness on our side Mm. because we can't be punished for 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 being uh, 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 for putting food on the on the ground when uh, at the same time you know if we don't do that uh, there is a less by members of the community. Yeah. So we have to strike a balance and make sure that we collect. And those that are, are, are better positioned, like big, big businesses, provincial and national government, uh, are actually playing their part. Because you remember not so far, the deputy president did uh, indicate that they, they would be assisting municipalities. That government really pays the municipality. Because also a big chunk of the, you know, the 37%, almost 40% of the money that is being owed uh, in that uh, 4.8 billion, which is, you know, round figure you can sum it up mm. to 5 billion, comes from uh, both this big business and the uh, and, uh, and, uh, government, both provincial and national. Yeah. So we're happy, we want to see a, a, a radical step being taken by, uh, as, as committed by the deputy president. And also, ours, uh, the leadership was also impressed by the fact that even the ruling party itself uh, uh, committed uh, in its uh, last uh, long uh, protracted meeting over the weekend that one of the things that uh, was discussed there is making sure that the financial prudence of the municipality is encouraged 
and that they will also be giving the necessary support that is needed by the match party. Yeah, that's precisely the, the nub of my question. It seems as though as far as your relationship with ESCOM, uh, there is an amount of about 2 billion rand and also we already talked about the 4.8 billion rand we're talking about. It seems as though there's a lack of financial prudence if you're going to be indebted or at the very least have not no way of managing the inflow and outflow of funds to the tune of 4.8 billion rand as far as water is concerned and then 2 billion rand in electricity. Surely there's a need for actual financial prudence. Well, now let me let me confine the, the the question to the city first, and and say the the and the city. Uh, at least we've got our own entity, and I do not think really <laughs> the city we are uh, in that position at this stage. Instead, uh, the Mangao Metro, the the leadership has also requested that we expand the mandate of our electricity entity uh, to other areas. I heard you talking about areas like Malodia Pofumi and so on. Hmm. So I am sure at one stage the footprint of the, the, the city's uh, entity, electricity entity, would be expanded to that part so that we also give a hand. Yes, we may not necessarily at a better position, but I think the little uh, resource that we have can be expanded to the citizens of that area. Obviously, the issues of uh, good governance will kick in there oh, okay. because there's a lot of work uh, that has to be done in terms of one adhering to the legislation in terms of the mandate oh. but also making sure that the own uh, entity our own entity does not suffer in terms of resources because every move that they take uh, means uh, money there are remedial actions that we, we we have taken if you are talking about the financial system with the personal uh, personal of the, of the city we have taken a serious remedial action following the adverse uh, Report by 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 Moody's mm, mm. Uh, that we yeah that we firstly look at the uh, uh, the financial recovery plan that we had put in place. We also look at our revenue collection strategy as to whether it works for us. You see, now if there is if the 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 the, 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 the your your uh, big chunk of uh, the households are financially depressed, so you have to yeah you have to relook. At how best do you deal with the 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 the, the, the city's uh, financial health? Firstly, you have to cut your your net even wider. Relook at your at your land release uh, uh, strategies. If you are going to be focusing on the land release, uh, is it your 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 triple P approach, where you are going to benefit long term immediately, but also empowering those people who are disadvantaged in terms of uh, accessing land. Because one of the things that the community of the Mangao uh, complains about is that we we rush the we should rush the the expanding of our bulk services to those areas where we have promised them to to to, to put bulk services and the allocate services. Because you. one of the things that is actually this is one of the areas that they have actually uh, uh, put the executive mayor under pressure in making sure that we provide uh, those bulk services so that we allocate land. And uh, I must say, uh, Naya. Having put uh, the, the, the system in place, I am sure that in a few months from now, it is the burden of have been alleviated. Okay. All right. All right. That, that's, that's an eye-opener. Uh, thank you very much for that. Let's go to Magdalene in Bloemfontein. Good evening, Magdalene. Good evening, Naya, and evening to your visitor day. Yes, ma'am. Dabe Kondile. Mm. Uh, let me say, uh, Dabe Kondile, 
the problem of service provision is not a today's problem. I'm talking in terms of worst part of waste management. There's the former service providers, the 29 companies who were doing service provision on waste management in Bluefontaine, tried to put pressure to the mayor and the committee itself in collection of waste management. For the fact that you advertised the tender last year, and then you failed to adjudicate, and then you kept on promising to adjudicate until the time lapsed. Last month, in August, service providers put pressure on you and say they are going to collect the waste by themselves without, with or without your permission on the 1st of September. The letter came from your side saying, should the service providers start doing that, you are going to put the police, the, the metro police, to them to stop them. So the point is that municipality, the Mangaun municipality and the mayor, I'm going to say it now on national radio stations, they are not cooperative to the Mangaun residents. Whatever proposal we Mangaun people come upon you, upon the table to you to propose to say, we are here to help out. You overlook us. Instead, you will use, like you are using, you are using the contractors from Joburg. Yes, they are our people. We understand that. But you are overlooking the locals. Even whatever proposal they come with to you, you are overlooking us. Instead, you are going to, you are threatening us not to bring any service provision next to you. All we right. tried, Dr. Kondi. We tried. It's me, Matre, it's me, Kielelo Construction, who is saying that, really. We can't do it like that. All right, let's have him respond, ma'am. Let's have him respond. Thank you very much. For yes. your, thank you thank very you much, then. ma'am. All right, Mr. Kedam. Yeah, now you can hear that Sus uh, Magdalene is, is really uh, wounded. Yes, she I'm is. I'm asking the kids to, to hear that one of the things that we are doing at the moment is uh, locating the few pennies uh, 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 that the municipality has strategically. Because sometimes uh, taking the tender out does not necessarily mean you must not relook at your financial uh, position. What has happened is that some of the bids you'd find that we may not have attended to, uh, to them deliberately. Because sometimes you raise the expectations of the business people who are equally stranded and want to, to, to make business. So what we, 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 we have done is that some of the, the, the bids that we, we, we are told that will really adjudicate, we have to withhold them a bit so that we re- recover uh, financial. Because if you are looking at the financial recovery plan that we have in place, it also looks into the bids that we are allocating as to whether the city would be able to to, to fulfill uh, what is expected by the business community. Yes, I do not want to get too much into uh, into the fact that it is only the people of uh, housing and then we're overlooking the the, the, the the people who are internal or who are within the jurisdiction of the city. That is something that needs a discussion of it, on its own. But sometimes, uh, 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 you find that there are certain areas that uh, 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 are being allocated in a manner that you need a certain expertise and the view of the of the of the city is that yes, as much as we are passionate about empowering the community of Manau, but equally we didn't want to lose expertise that are coming somewhere else within the 
the South African borders because those are still uh, uh, citizens of uh, uh, the country. If one of our people uh, within the jurisdiction of Mangau is doing work in Limpopo, in Cape Town, in, in <laughs> which is uh, something else, mm. uh, in, 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 in Houding, I do not think the people of Houding one day will arrive and say, this is not a person that is supposed to do that. Yes, you have to be mindful and sensitive of the fact that there's got to be that element in the court that it uh, uh, dealt with at the level of uh, locality. And so so we are sensitive into that. But Mayor uh, Magdalene, I know that there was a time when she had uh, together with the certain team that is making business and all that they interacted with the city manager, with the executive mayor. But I'm sure there comes a time when that matter will be expedited. I do not think that all all love is lost uh, in that case. We still have to relook at our finances and make sure, even the beats themselves, we still have to relook and say, uh, based on our review as to whether we'll be able to fulfill what is expected of us by business people, what is the priority uh, 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 beat that has to go out so that those people do not struggle. Because now, if you allocate a, 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 a contract, you should be able to pay those people after they have provided services. So it will be unfair for a person to get a contract and just hold a piece of paper without making money. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, uh, I would have loved to engage you a little bit more, especially with what Mom Magdalene was talking about there, but um, I don't want to keep you more than you have agreed. Like I said, um, um, we thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. We really yeah, wish you. We wish you all the best uh, in you trying to rebuild what's happening there in your municipality. All the best. Sir. Thank you very much. All right. Wow. Wow. Did you just go? Spokesperson of the Mangong Metro talking to us about what's happening there. Ever so grateful.